to Let Me Tell You About Evangelion. I'm Ashley, and that's Luke. It is! It's Luke, yeah. It's We found him. Yeah. <laughs> there. It's uh, right here? Yeah. But yeah. I think we kind of did you, everyone you, dirty last week, Ashley. We, we kind of did. <laughs> Listen, we are... 13 episodes into this, and I've been saying for at least six that I want some fucking answers. And the preview of this episode seemed to imply I'm finally gonna get some, so I got very excited. Yeah, yeah so you think we're gonna get, you're gonna get some answers? I, I think I'll get something. <laughs> I mean, look, we're on up, this is episode 14, there's still a lot to go, but I feel like we're gonna get something. Something. I don't need the whole thing laid out for me. I just need something to latch on to. Okay. Well, we've heard about Dead Sea Scrolls. We've heard about Dead Sea Scrolls, and we talked a little bit about it. I'm not, by any means, like, an expert it, biblical scholar or anything, but I do know that the Dead Sea Scrolls are where we got the Book of Enoch from, which talks a lot about um, the offspring of angels and humans that were, like, horrible giants that roamed the world before... Uh, Noah's oh, wait. Flood. Wait, it talks about offspring? Yeah. Gotta keep them separated? Exactly, yes. Okay. Um, they're... I'm trying to think of... <laughs> no, I don't got it. They're... I sort of think angels are pretty fly for... No, I've got nothing. They, 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 they fly pretty well. They t- <laughs> oh, they're, they're... They all say I'm pretty fly for a sky guy? No, mm-mm. And people keep on drawing them as white guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, there's a joke somewhere in there, Ashley. <laughs> we'll work it out. <laughs> oh, and uh, another thing to date this: CM Punk is fighting his first UFC fight. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, alrighty. Yeah. D- good, good luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> He's kind of a jerk, but... Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, do, do you just want to get into the episode? I, it sounds uh, like you're excited. I, I, I'm a little excited. Yeah, but this is uh, episode 14, Weaving a Story, mm-hmm. also known as Sele, the Throne of Souls. Which, and now we know what, what Sele is. It's the organization behind the Human Instrumentality Project. Yeah, which, maybe those old guys we saw? Maybe. I, I still think they're just nerve, and they might be both, I guess, because obviously Gendo's involved with the Human Instrumentality Project. But he's also the head of nerve. Not a good way to, like, abbreviate that. Yeah. The the, the HIP. Hip. <laughs> hey, kids, let's get hip. About <laughs> uh, the Human Instrumentality Project. Right. Now I'm imagining just like a an employee orientation video. Are you hip to the Human Instrumentality Project? Hi, I'm Gendo Akari. Yeah, they got they put it like on a VHS. Right, exactly. That actually makes sense for this world. Have you ever actually had to watch like orientation videos like that for a job? Yeah, yeah, I uh, too. For a theater, I had to watch one with a. Like when I worked at the movie theater, we had to watch one where about robberies. Oh jeez! Uh, and it was all just like, "Hey, don't, don't be a hero. Just, just let them have it." Yeah, yeah. Um, I had to watch two when I got a job at Walmart at uh, a high school, and the first one was about like lifting with your knees, not your back, <laughs> um, and how if you lifted even a pencil wrong, you could throw your back out. Uh, which I'm not sure I believe that, but I appreciate what they're going for. Uh, yeah. And the second one was um, why it's actually a good thing that they don't let you unionize because unions just get in the way. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like there's a big disparity between those two. Yeah, exactly. It's like, listen, we have an open door policy here at Walmart. You don't need a union because we're always willing to listen to you. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> what, that sounds, that rings false to you somehow? It's a little bit. A little bit. Uh, I've had to watch a few sexual harassment videos, but those are always yeah, uh, horrifying. Oh god! Now you're trying to watch one with uh, how to not be a jerk to deaf people. 
<laughs> I shouldn't, like, find humor in that, but I do. I, it was a very awkward video of, like, just people, like, yelling to try and get a deaf person's attention. I'm, I'm going to say that it is the image of watching that of the video and yeah, also having to watch it. Right, right. I just remember having to, like, along with that, I had to read a lot of stuff about, um, deaf people and, like, the deaf community, like, the capital D deaf community. Yeah. And the way it was written, it kind of just made it come off like deaf people are, like, like, it sounds like the person writing it accidentally made it sound like just deaf people are jerks (laughs) that don't (laughs) like hearing people. It's like, yeah, no, they think you, because you don't emote as much as deaf people do, because you rely on inflection in your voice, they think you're soulless, emotionless robots. I'm like, that's, hmm. Hmm. There, there might be something to that, but this feels like it's painting with a very broad brush. Yeah, that, that, that definitely does seem like it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Start the episode when you're ready. Yeah, let's, let's get it started. And you at home can also start the episode up. Ashley's gonna count us down, and you can have your legally purchased DVDs of Neon Genesis Evangelion uh, ready to go. Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go! Three, two, one, play. Um, yeah, and now I'm just... Like, frantically Googling stuff about the Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> I'm not really getting anything valuable out of that, because I'm trying to maintain a conversation with you while I do it. Yeah. So it's, that. like, beyond surface level. It's just, like, nothing. I'm getting some names. Azazel, that's that's from there. Mm. Seth. He's the third son of Adam and Eve. Wait, did you, did you say it was Seth? <laughs> yeah, Seth. Like, it's saying S-E-P-H or S-E-T-H. T-H. Okay. Yeah. That's funny to me for some reason. <laughs> well, it's just a very normal name. Like, I feel like some biblical names are, like, more, like, they feel more biblical. Right, it's like, looking at women, you have, like, Bathsheba and Jezebel and Esther and yeah. Ruth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I think one, I read a thing where it was, uh, like, Jessica was actually a pretty common name in medieval times, but no, you can't ever put a name Jessica, like, in a medieval, in, like, a fiction that takes place in the medieval times. Right. Because it just seems so modern. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's a name that never got old. Yeah. It's still going after all these years. Yeah. Year 2015. Okay, so this is... Okay, so we're flashing back. Yeah. Sasha Yeah, Sekiel. Is that the first time one of the angels' names has been referenced, like, in... In fiction, yes. Ordinary weapons prove ineffective against the angel. The operation is abandoned by the military. Transfers all command to special duty Operation Nerve. Yeah, I'm not gonna keep reading this. (laughs) Yeah. Luke, we've got ourselves a clip show. Oh. No! (laughs) Son of a bitch! (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got me! There was a reason why all the shots from the next episode were shot from later episodes, earlier episodes. (laughs) Oh, I hate you. (laughs) You knew! I knew. You knew, and you just let me ramble. Complete silence. Oh my god. Ah, the... (laughs) That, uh, you, Ashley. Yeah? I, that shot of him opening up the absolute tear field looks a lot like Goatsy. It does. It looks a lot <laughs> like Goatsy. People, uh, you're not the first person to notice no, that. there's no way I am. Uh, well. The first angel destroyed. <laughs> sure is. 
The moderately damaged heavy unit one. Yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> yeah, there's victims, but they're never published. Right, right. They're getting a, a bit from Toji's essay. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> Fourth Angel, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Shamshul, I remember him. I, I will say, it's not all clip show. Okay. <laughs> like, about the first half of its clip show. All right, okay, well, all right, I'll forgive that. Half, I can deal with that. Yeah, but this is when the show started having some money issues. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. Because usually when shows do a clip show at episode 15, it means they're doing really well. <laughs> and he's, he's shooting that angel like he did. Yep. Uh... I, I just remembered recently that uh, there is a there's actually an Ava reference in Invader Zim. <laughs> oh, I'll bet. It. Yeah, what's the? Do you know what it is? Yeah, uh, do you remember the episode where he faces it off against the giant hamster? No. Yeah, like he, I think it's like he gets in charge of like the class's hamster for the weekend. Oh, hamster! I thought you said hipster. <laughs> no, hamster. <laughs> okay, yes, I do remember that one. Uh, at one point, the hamster like runs at him like in the city, and it lets out this scream, and it is the exact shot of oh, okay, like it from the first episode or the second episode. I see. I'm googling some of these angels while this like, well, no, see, I googled Ramiel, thinking, oh, let me look up Ramiel from the Bible, and it just got me all Ava shit. Yeah, I'm glad I looked up the one that's just a big old diamond because I feel like that's the least likely to have spoilers associated with it. You can maybe see the anime girl based off of it. Oh, God. Let's see. Ramiel's a fallen watcher. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much the angels, like, names mean for... Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, Samciel is also a watcher. Um, Sariel, was that one of them? I, I don't know. One, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's thirteen of them, so yeah, that probably adds up. Sixth angel, Gagiel. I know that's how torpedoes work, but it, it makes me laugh. <laughs> right? I'm just like, let's push him out. Yeah, Gagiel is not on this list of watchers, so I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I do really like any time they do the animation of them, like, sucking the air out of their plug suits. Yeah, like, it, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, like, it gives, like, an extra reason for it to be this skin-tight. Right. That was a pretty cool fight when that happened, when she's, like, jumping from battleship to battleship. And then got, like, dragged underwater. Yeah. Saw the whole, like... Under, underwater city. Uh, I was honestly feeling so bad for you. Like, like oh, I think this is going to be the episode where I get all the answers. <laughs> like, yeah, Luke, yeah. Listen, you said it's only the first half. I can still get something. I said I just wanted something. <laughs> no, I, I think, yeah. <laughs> God damn. ever got you as bad as you just got me when we were doing <laughs> Homestuck. I mean, Kanaya. Yeah, but that was like a good surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't say anything. No, I know you didn't. You just let me hang myself. <laughs> I, I gave you the rope. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you... Like, oh, you want some yeah. rope? Here's some more rope. Yep, or they, they both dance the like they won now. the win during that fight. 
Yeah. Alright, so we're almost caught up. Yeah, so now it's just going angel destroyed, angel destroyed, angel right. destroyed. Right, yeah, it's just kind of a montage of all the angel fights. Yeah. This was the Magna, Magma Diver, Sandalfon. Sandalfon. Order A-17. Yeah, that the one that was in the... Uh... The volcano. Yeah. Yep, and then it evolved. Yeah, evolved. Shane and they had to destroy it. Yep. Not a good fight. Recorded cool this episode like last from week. What, <laughs> yeah. From uh, what we had to... Uh, well, like last one wasn't even a fight. Right. This was a fight, but it just kind of sucked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alright. It's all... Modified, back on duty, Ninth Angel. Oh yeah, the water skimmer guy. This one was a cool yeah. one. With the acid eye. Mataral. Oh, the way like the tears like form on like the iris yeah, is not like, fun. Yeah, like all it's the okay. to show, you didn't need to show me that one again. In the first few angels, they spent, definitely spend more time of like, oh, then this happened, then this right, happened. Right, yeah, now it's just, here's an angel, it's dead. This yes, one was cool. In, yeah, we're in angel 11. Yeah, Sahakiel. You know, it, yeah, we said the, they deviated from this list of watchers real quick, but I do love that even back in whatever ancient time that book was written, we still had a, like, love for just taking basic words and making them the title of something crazy, like, oh, it's the Watchers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's something, something from the X-Files. Yeah, or, like, a new, like, superhero team. Or, yeah. the, the, like, the Watchers. Or, like, the bad guys of the new Mass Effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Indulvania Nerve HQ was outside of our schedule. Yep, this is one we just watched. No, we hadn't seen the scene. Right, no. Well, we've seen this scene. We haven't heard this scene. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just saying... Yeah. It, with Angel, it's like, hey, get off my never dick. Happened. We fixed it. No, he's not saying we fixed it. He's just saying it never happened. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, yeah, he's just lying to them. Yeah, apparently lying to them is punishable by death. Hmm. Alright, time to go to advancing as described in the Dead Sea Scrolls. So that is crap. Yeah, they're worried they he's going off script from the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah, everything's proceeding according to Sele's script. Alright, chapter 14, Sele Throne of Souls. We still got 11 minutes, something can happen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's weave a story, Evangelion. Ashley. Yeah. Ashley. Yeah. Is weaving a story to another clip show? No. <laughs> Are you sure? I mean, it may use clips from other stuff, but the audio is different. <laughs> You're asking if I'd ever... If, yeah, like, I, I just got to you better again. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think there's some interesting stuff in here. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but Ray's talking. Yeah. She's describing things. She hates the color red. A woman who never bleeds. Man made from red soil. This is getting more into what I was expecting out of this show. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. What is a human, anyway? Is man a human creation? Hmm. That's our life and soul. Oh, boy. <laughs> a vessel for a soul. An empty plug on the throne for us. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is... Alrighty. 
<laughs> Wait, I don't remember this episode of Animorphs. This man's <laughs> book. They were seeing, like, her, like, the thing from the opening of her, like, naked body, like, floating yeah. by. <laughs> My body is melting. Someone there beyond this. Oh, Oh, yeah, we're seeing the Eva. So, they're testing how she could pilot Unit 1. Right. And everything seems normal. I, I don't, have we seen someone else pilot, like, not their Ava? I don't think so. I mean, Shinji helped pilot uh, Zero Two. Yeah. Now that they're looking at zero two, with a uh, Oscar. Mm-hmm. Got Shinji doing zero zero. Yeah. The race watching. She should just take it easy. Yeah. He's just not that kind of person. That's why he's stupid. Yeah, it's weird that they're only trading Ray and Shinji instead of rotating everyone around. Then Masada, of course, knows exactly how to say that. Right. Which is just... Oh, Zero Two wouldn't be interchangeable. Hmm. So they both, yeah, they both said it smells like the other person. Which is definitely weird. Yeah. Okay, so he's not syncing with zero zero as well as Ray synced with zero one. Yeah. That means we can implement the plan, the dummy system. You need to be prepared so mankind will survive. Hmm. Mm. Jeez. Oh boy. (laughs) That's a thing to say to someone. Yeah. Self psychograph is stable. Uh. What? <laughs> She's saying, how do you like mom's breast or her inside her womb? That's, hmm. That's weird. That's a weird thing to say to a person. Yeah, a lot of weird things getting said. Something's trying to get into my brain. Yeah, so now he's having the same kind of visions that Ray was having in his but Eva. But just... Yeah. just Ray... Oh, and there's that shot that. of him seeing her on the street. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We got a quick, scary shot of Ray. Oh, but mental contamination is happening. It's coming it's from, from the Ava. From the Ava, okay. And it's freaking out like it did before. Yeah.
you know, like it, what happened to Ray earlier in Unit Zero happened again. Yeah. With Shinji at this time. Oh, and they can't auto eject like they did with Ray. Yeah. Trying to absorb Shinji. Oh, that's not good. And it's just punching at Ray. Yeah, and she's not moving. Yeah. I think it, earlier it tried to punch Ritsko. Yeah. Now okay, we have to shut it down. Huh. Hmm. So Ritko and Masao talking, and Ritko seems to be holding some stuff back. Yeah. Ritko thinks it was her, not Ray. Yeah. Because that's who it was going after last time, right? Yeah. Yep. The math puppy. <laughs> Oh my god! Why can't we watch the Math Puppy show? <laughs> I want to watch Math Puppy. What's the end of the end One. And now he's. That's you getting familiar. Him. Yeah. I. I'm real worried about, like, eventually someone's going to show signs of mental contamination. Yeah. What kind of girl is the first child? Yeah, there's something weird about her. The instrumentality committee is taking advantage of having learned of it. He do nothing but complain. Can't say they hold all the trump cards. Rethink for Bray and you zero were was successful. Yeah. The Atom Project's proceeding smoothly. The Lance of Lajanus is going as planned. Ray's carrying it out. Hmm. Yeah, she definitely has a lance. She's walking down some corridor with the Ava. You zero. <laughs> <laughs> we may have a bit more to talk about uh, we have a bit more to talk about maybe not as much as I was hoping for yeah <laughs> can't fucking believe it listen Luke yeah it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine <laughs> kiss me <sighs> not you Luke sing no, a long song I'm not I know <laughs> we're very good friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to ask you some stuff. But yeah, no, I'm sure. We should well, get this preview I... down first. Who knows yeah. what exciting things could be teased on this one? Yeah, maybe some new footage. God. Preview. With her friends getting married one after another, son of a bitch, Masada begins to get worked up. Could the reunion between her and Kaji be her last chance? Next episode. Oh. No! That's no! Ava! Ava! 
Ah! <laughs> I don't need a romantic comedy about Misato right now. Don't you? I really don't. Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Infuriating. <laughs> Um, at some point, uh, Masato says that, or Masato and Ritsuko say that Shinji may get absorbed. Yeah. I think that's, that's a weird thing. That's a weird thing. Yeah. Yes. So, my impression, I don't know for, so, we know from the, the last episode that there's this some kind of personality injection, I think they called it. Yeah. Or mental injection or something with the Avas. Um, yeah, I think it's personality injection. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I would assume the idea is that they are blank slates until they get piloted. And it almost seems like, um, piloting it kind of syncs up that Eva with you and maybe, Leaves behind some kind of um, residue is a weird word to use, but like mental residue. Yeah. Where it's like, it's not just you, but it's like, it's not not you either, right? Yeah. Um, which is why both of them feel like they there's like a foreign body in their mind when they're trying to do the the switch up. Yeah. And uh, it seems like there is some kind of need to overcome that, like, built-up synchronization with the previous uh, pilot before you can pilot their Ava. Because Ray did it. Ray did it, yeah, and it was fine. But we just have more and more evidence that there's something really wrong with Ray, And uh, something about what she left behind was... Like, Shinji could not deal with it. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, they're talking about absorbing. I assume the threat would be if he can't overcome the, the like, footprint that Ray left behind, then it'll overcome him. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know to what degree... Like, I listen, I don't think the cockpit's gonna turn into Majin Buu or something. No. So who knows? But I think they just mean mentally. Um, like, he'll just break. Yeah. Just break, or... Um, it, it's hard to know exactly what kind of model of, like, consciousness they're using with this stuff, and how mm-hmm. how scientific they're being about it versus how, like, spiritual they're being about it versus how just metaphorical they're being about it. Um, Yeah. If it's the idea that, like, literally his mind could get just eaten up by the the mind residue in the Ava. Mm Mm-hmm. And you would think there'd be some way to, like, flash that and just dump it, but apparently there's not. Um... And that still that, that doesn't quite answer why Ray went berserk when she synced up with Zero Zero for the first time, because I would assume that there'd be nothing in there for her to have that conflict with. But it could just be because again, there's obviously something very wrong with Ray. Um, yeah, something about like almost she is having that level of conflict with herself, kind of? Like, her in her physical body versus, like, whatever consciousness data that Ava is pulling from her, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I said this is, <laughs> this is a hard conversation to have because it's so mired in the the pseudoscience of the show. And I'm not saying that in, like, a bad way, but if it's sci-fi, yeah. it's gonna have some some nonsense to it, right? Um, yeah. And without having, like, a fully mapped out explanation of how this show's sci-fi nonsense works, it's hard to come up with, like, concrete things to say about it. 
but that's yeah, that's the general impression I have. Yeah, it's it definitely like we don't know whether the show is leaning more science or more spiritual. Right, because it's there's elements of both. And I, I think uh, like earlier, like in a the human work episode, I just know this because I was watching it to get a good line for the iTunes version. Uh-huh. Uh huh. At one point, when the character says like to reach go. Oh, so you're, like the you're going to you know beat the problem with you know like, of the Ava with your heart and your and science. Mm. And she goes, of course. Sure. Yeah. And I feel that definitely goes to kind of the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we we get them talking about the Dead Sea Scrolls a lot. Yeah, and talking about so that's the other thing I saw while I was just sort of skimming stuff is that there is some apocalyptic stuff in the Dead Sea Scrolls. And it yeah. sounds like that's what they're referring to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But they, uh, they, they're talking about a schedule. They need to keep it on schedule. Right. Like, they're trying to... It's almost like they've looked at the, like, apocalyptic uh, prophecy stuff in the that scripture... And I, like I said, I don't know what all's in there, but I guess it must have, like, a happy ending. And they're trying to, like, manufacture that by just following it as a script. I don't... That's another one of those things, like, I need more information, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, because on its surface, that's a nonsense thing to say, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Still can't believe uh, this is a clip show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you'd play me that way. <laughs> Listen, you played yourself. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Do we have any questions about the clip show? We actually do, but I, I want to say you said that it has a happy ending, the apocalypse stuff. Well, like in the sense that, like... Like, Revelation has a happy ending, right? Like, the there's a lot of bad shit in there, but at the end of it, it's like the kingdom of heaven gets established on Earth and everyone lives happily, immortally, forever, right? I guess, yeah. Like, I just... Apocalypse ends. Listen, that's not gonna be a fun path to get there. Uh, but, you know, if they... Like I said, if, if the idea is that they're like, well, this could go real bad, but we have this outline from ancient biblical scripture that describes a way that this could happen that ends well, or relatively well at least, then I guess you go with that. I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I don't think that they would want to start the apocalypse just for funsy. No, but it seems that the apocalypse has started. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's your uh, screen. Yeah, you took a screenshot of the Animorph shot. Yeah. Also, at one point, Ray refers to a woman that never bleeds. Yes. Do you think that has anything, or is that just poetic language? Um, well, I, I don't think those are mutually exclusive. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, it's a little confusing, because Alice Cooper has taught me that only women bleed, but mm-hmm. it seems like that's contradictory. Um, yeah. Boy, that's... What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What kind of reference pull is that? Like, I, like I'm about to say, like, in, like with that reference or in life? <laughs> no, he's got a song called "Only Women Bleed." Okay, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that could. If she's talking about herself, which I'm, I'm a little inclined to think she is, because it's that very abstract thing where, like. But my my like I said, my interpretation of that whole sort of abstract sequence is her mind mingling with whatever Shinji left behind in Zero One and kind of sorting it out. Yeah. So I'm thinking she's referring to herself with that. And if she is, that would my, my first gut reaction is that almost lends credence to my idea that maybe Ray is not a natural born human and She's also talking a lot about, like, humans being, artif- like, a creation of humans. 
Yeah, like humans being, like, you know, who created humans? Was it God or humans? Yeah, yeah, and... So, yeah, I, I'm not, like, sold on, oh, that's obviously what the deal with Rey is, but I... Mm-hmm. I I could very easily see it turning out that Rey is, like, um, an artificially created person, and that's why there's something weird with her. Yeah, uh... She also, like, I'm just watching it again. She asks if she's a vessel for a soul. She goes, I'm a vessel for a soul. Uh, and then she calls the entry plug the throne for a soul. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna mention that. It's like, she's taking, like, yeah, the analogy of the Ava. Like, her soul is the equivalent of the Ava's entry plug. Um Because yeah. she's also got the idea that, like... She's, like, questioning her own identity and the idea that is there, like, a person underneath of what I consider to be me? Um, in in the same way that she's the person underneath the Ava, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... And, and I know this show gets very abstract and cerebral like this episode got for a bit. It's mm-hmm. hard to know... Um, I'm trying to say it, it, it's hard to know how much of this is just. I'm, I'm blanking on how to like phrase just, this. Just babble, trying to sound smart, or I, I'm trying not to go down that road because that's that's dismissive. I think you could yeah. very easily take it that way because some of those uh, some of those lines actually. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, it's hard to know how much of this is like localized to what just happened in this episode. Like mm-hmm. how much of it is just this is the the presentation of how this um resynchronization with the Ava's work and how much of this is something deeper and that goes to stuff across the whole show. Yeah. And it's almost going to I'm going to need to see more of like what happens as we go on to know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, because, yeah, uh, but, yeah, going back to what you are saying, it is, it, some of what Ray's saying does sound a lot like if I was trying to write a story in, like, early high school, it might sound a lot like that. Uh, yeah, but the, she's constantly asking, like, you know, who am I, who am I, then, like, switches it to, like, talking about other people. Right. And then she ends it with, who are you, and it's looking at the... Ava Unit 1, but without the mask on. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And that's what kind of wakes her out of the... Like, the trance. Right. And I guess that's the other thing to look at, too, because I was just talking about the idea that, like, the pilots are leaving behind some kind of mental residue or whatever, but if there is a living thing inside of the Evas... And you know what? We have seen machines at this point that have brains in them. Uh, yeah. So it would not be absurd to think that there is a living creature under that armor, uh, literally. Um, that could also be a big part of it, is, like, syncing with that creature's mind, which I assume, because it'd be some kind of artificially created creature, would be made to be synced with but it's still, like, an individual brain, and you have to link up with it, right? Um, yeah. There's actually... We've talked about this movie before, but Pacific Rim has, like, a much less heady version of this idea. Yeah, with, with the... the uh, how the two pilots have to sync up each other's minds. Yeah. Because the idea with Pacific Rim is when it's working right, they, like, are sharing a brain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um... Uh- Masato says that Unit 2 just wouldn't work with... Yeah. Do you think that's because, like, as, like, Asuka said at one point, it's the full, like, Ava, it is the first Ava? Or is there another reason for it? So that's definitely possible that they've changed, like, Ava 2 doesn't work exactly like 0 and 1 do. Mm -hmm. Um, The other possibility would be that... Because I assume if they're doing all of these weird, like, consciousness-linking experiments and stuff, they have some kind of way to study these kids' minds in a, you know, scientific way. And if they've determined that, for whatever reason, Shinji and Rei are, like, 
close enough to be able to cross over like they are, whereas Asuka is um, too many, like, deviations away from where they are to be able to link with, like, switch out with either of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I can very easily see the idea that Asuka's got some kind of pain or trauma in her past that has been hinted at, but um, even though it's, it's presented differently... Uh, or it, it expresses itself differently, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I could see the idea that Shinji and Ray's mental issues are similar, similar enough. Yeah, similar enough that they can kind of uh, work with one another in a more direct way than Asuka can. Yeah. Um. It, uh, it, it's hard to know without knowing, like what Ray's full deal is, like, what her issues are. Because so yeah. far it's presented totally as she's just stoic and stone-faced all the time. But She's got a weird room. Right, she's got a weird room, but, like, she just seems completely unfazed by anything, but then, like, like empirically, they can see that there's something real fucked up with her. Yeah. Um. So it, it'll be interesting to see how that expresses itself as we get further in. Um, yeah, and that can... When we see that, like, the thing that's kind of sh- starts off Shinji's contamination is you get a shot of, like, Ray like, like, floating in, like, the, like, an inky void. Yeah, like, grinning like a maniac. And then, yeah, like, she like, lifts her head and she's just got this, like, weird grin and her eyes are all, yeah. all just, like, kind of distorted. Uh, which may represent, like, whatever the fuck is wrong with her. Right. Um... We talked a bit about it. There's a weird one. Asuka said, you know, do you like your mommy's breast? Yeah, what the shit, Asuka? <laughs> or is, you know, you're... Like, you're more like you're inside her womb. What? Well, I don't... What are you doing? <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I don't think there's any significance to that. I think she's just being a weirdo. <laughs> Well, and that's the other thing, too. I feel like even the kids have a stronger understanding at this point of how the Ava's work than we do. Yeah. It's like this all got explained to them off screen. Or just by, like, maybe you were saying, like, connecting with it again and again and oh, again Oh, sure, yeah, they, they have experiential uh, information on it, too, but I, I do feel like they had, like, like, we were talking about a training video where they sat down yeah. and saw all this that we didn't get to see. Very quickly, I'm gonna send you a screenshot of that ray. Okay. I feel like that's got to be the the, uh, the art for this one, right? Yeah, probably. The, the place where I got my screen caps, they don't have that as a like regular screen cap, so I'll just use the one I'm taking right now. Mm. It's a bit nude, though. Bit nude. No, it is a bit nude, isn't it? But yeah, that's uh. Yeah. Okay. It looks less like a like a crazy grin, and more like. Like, that looks like someone that is just, um... Like, emotionally exhausted or something. And that is more of a smile out of, like... I don't know the the right way to put it, but... Like, there are times when smiles go with things other than happiness. Yeah. And that looks like one of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have a question. Okay. Uh, from Fiona Adams. Oh, shit, I saw this one. How does Luke think it's going to end at this point? <sighs> well, I think it's got to end pretty well because all them people congratulate him. <laughs> uh, so I'm thinking that... Listen, we only have, what, two angels left? Yeah. So first one... Left is gonna happen, and we have uh, we've half the show left. more episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I I'm thinking we might get one or two more episodes without the twelve angels showing up of just other stuff happening. I mean, the next one does not exactly sound like a plot crucial episode, but this one did. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, so at some point in the next couple episodes, the Twelfth Angel will show up, and that might be a tougher fight than some of the recent ones have been. It might be, like, a two-parter or something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm trying to remember when. Well, when's the fourth child? Because I'm pretty convinced that, that that's 17, so. Okay. Uh, 15 does not necessarily sound like a main plot episode. So I'm thinking 16, 12th Angel shows up, gets beaten. 17, fourth child, the humanoid angel shows up. And I think it's probably going to be several episodes of not directly confronting that. I assume they don't know it's an angel to start with. Um, and, like, dealing with other things, figuring out more about Sele and the Human Instrumentality Project. And probably getting more character development and that kind of stuff. I think it's going to eventually get to a point where... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just toss a guess out somewhere around episode 24 is going to be an actual fight with the 13th Angel. Okay, I, I'm going to say something that may change your thoughts. Okay. Uh, I fucked up with uh, the naming of it. I was That was the manga number of angels. Oh. The number of angels in the anime is 18. Oh. That does change things a lot. Because I was, like, just thinking, like, yeah, you're, like, pu- like, putting all this together, like, yeah, no, like, and I, like, I was, like, I know there's more angels. <laughs> well, okay, I still think the fourth child is going to be the, uh, the human angel. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that case, then I think that they'll show up, we, we won't be supposed to know that that's a human angel at that point. Um, and they will sort of get along with the kids, and they'll fight the remaining five angels across, like, from 18 to... Like, 22, 23, somewhere in there. I think about 24 or so, they will fight that angel. And I think it'll mainly be a Shinji fight with him. And at some point, it is going to transition from a uh, physical fight to more of, like, sort of what we saw in this episode, like, the abstract mindscape kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is going to be accompanied by, basically what happened in Antarctica happening elsewhere, maybe in Tokyo or all over the world or something. Uh, like, so third impact maybe? Yeah, like a third impact. Um, and it's going to be a situation where I think the angel is going to somehow play to Shinji's insecurities and feelings in a way that, like, somehow try to convince him to let the third impact happen. Yeah. And Shinji's gonna have to, like, rise above that and, uh, stop it. Mm-hmm. And then he gets congratulated by all his friends. Uh, how do you think Gendo will play into it? Hmm. Gendo and, like, Sele. So, I think Gendo is... Gonna keep on Gendoin the whole way through. Um, mm-hmm. He might die near the end, or might not, I'm not sure. I think, going back into my thinking that uh, the angel's gonna try and basically get Shinji on its side, I think it's gonna use his anger at Gendo in a big way for that. Mm-hmm. And um, if Gendo survives the end, I think it's probably going to be uh, basically Shinji telling him to fuck off. Uh, not anything like, not a huge like, thing, but enough that it's like, Shinji finding a way to not derive all of his self-worth by how his dad feels about him. Okay. Because at, at this point, that that's where Shinji is right now. Like, he feels good when his dad praises him, and that's the only reason he's even here. Yeah. I think he's gonna get... Like, work through his anger at him, but also not put Still himself going, in a position. Nah, fuck you. Yeah, like, like, hey, not angry at you, but also I'm not going to let you hurt me anymore, you jackass. Yeah. Okay. And, like I said, Gendo might feel some kind of regret. I kind of doubt it. And I, say, he, he, I could also easily see him dying during the apocalyptic part of what I'm describing. Mm-hmm. Do you think, uh... Wait a minute, the, the other children, Ray and Asuka, do you think any of them will die? Ooh, I think... My thinking is that... 
I don't think they're going to die. I think they're going to get taken out of commission pretty quick into the finale. Um, I, I, Just so that Shinji can be alone? Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a situation where they're... I, I can very easily see, like, random shots of one or both of them in hospital beds, like, possibly dying during the finale. Okay, like, or, like, maybe, like, you know, one of the units gets destroyed, like, even... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I could see... I don't think they both die. I think if one of them died, it'd probably be Ray. Um, okay. but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm leaning towards neither of them dying, but, I don't know, I could go either way. Um, you think Masada will stop being the worst? No, because I don't think she realizes she's the worst, and I don't think any of the people she's being the worst to realizes she's the worst. Okay. Like, but like, what if that kind of Gendo moment but happens, but with Masato? It could. Um, it's the uh, Masato's relationship with Shinji is so weird, though, because she's not. Even though I think she's being terrible to him, it's not... There isn't... Like, Gendo gets to a degree where it feels malicious, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that he thinks he has good reasons for doing what he's doing, but I think he also knows full well he's hurting his son and has decided that that's okay because it's more important to do whatever he's doing. And I think at some point, like, he is, like, you know, not taking Shinji's calls and... Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, with Masato, I don't know, I kind of feel like Shinji will just kind of walk away from her. Yeah. Um, and I could easily see, and this is going back and me trying to, like, map other Gynax stuff I've watched onto this show, which probably isn't fair, but you know how in, um, Fully Cooly, at the end, there is, like, a very light implication that... Uh, Naoto and that purple-haired girl might, like, have started dating or something. Mm-hmm. I could almost see that happening with Shinji and Asuka. Okay, like, it just ends where they're being friendlier to each other, maybe Asuka's still being a bit... Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I my general feeling of how this is going to go for Shinji is it's going to be real rough and real bad, but he's going to be better for it by the end of it. Um... Because I think he'll have to if he's gonna make it through this, and I'm pretty sure he makes it through it. Those are all good things to hear. Yeah. Um. But are you ready for the rom com that will be God. next episode? I'm so angry. <laughs> Infuriating. But this one is longer than the last one. Nah, at least there's that. <laughs> so we promise fulfilled. Promise fulfilled. Uh, Reading a story two is going to be another reused footage episode. Think so? I do. I think. I, I think it's weaving a story two oral stage. I think the it's going to be a clip show where people talk over it and the plot will advance by the dialogue. Okay. <laughs> uh, Luke, where can people find you? They can find me over at AudioEntropy.com, where they can also find this podcast and a bunch of other cool podcasts like Teenagers with Attitude, Totally Reprised, Let's Place, War and Beast, HM96, The Digital Moncast, um, hopefully Transmission by this point. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's also where they can find you. Yeah. Uh, and outside of that, they can also find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Yeah. Yeah. You can find me at Your Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Alrighty. Alright. Uh, until next time, get in the podcast, Baka. I do feel like a Baka this time. I really yeah, do. You, you are the Baka. <laughs>